Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hello, mama friend. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, your host, Lesha. And today I just want to rant a little bit. Is that okay? Am I allowed to rant? My microphone's weird. I set up a new office upstairs, gave my husband his office back. So I pretty much stole my husband's office when I really got serious about the business, like, I don't know, 2020-ish and completely destroyed his desk. It's all like scratched up, books everywhere. It's a disaster. I feel bad. And then I also realized that I was just standing way too much, like way, sitting way too much. And I always wanted to get a standing desk. I always heard about the benefits of them. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Where would I put it? Well, my daughter, my youngest daughter is going to be four. And my youngest daughter and my oldest daughter wanted a bunk bed. And they've been talking about bunk beds for months and months. At first, I'm like, okay, it's probably something they saw on YouTube and they'll get over it. Well, they didn't get over it. They kept on talking about it. So we decided, okay, fine, we'll get them a bunk bed. And then I'm like, wait, what are we going to do with Zoe's old room? And I still was like, aha, it could be my studio where I record and stuff. And then my husband's like, are you really going to have two offices? Really? And I was like, well, maybe I don't need two offices. Maybe I can just give him back his office. So I did that. I bought this standing desk in Ikea and set up all my books. I color coded it. I'll have to share a picture on social media. Anyway, I got this blue Yeti mic that's white and it looks really cool. But I swear this is like my fourth blue Yeti and I cannot figure out the settings for the life of me. It like never works right. So it's really weird. If somebody knows how to operate a blue Yeti with Mac, let me know. I'm pretty tech savvy for the most part. I would say that I'm like awesome at technology. For some reason, I can't figure this out. And it looks cool. It's all white and matches the desk. So I want to use it even though my older mic is like so much better sound quality. It makes me like really, really annoyed that I can't figure this out. So anyway, if it's a little muffled or a little weird, I apologize. I will hopefully figure out the settings because it just looks really cool on this desk. All right, today I want to talk about something that honestly, this podcast idea came to me last night while I was sleeping. Yes, this happens often. I cannot sleep. And I will just have these random thoughts and ideas of things. And sometimes I just let them go and just let them be. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is a sign that I do need to talk about this. And I've come to realize that when I do get those signs, I'm very much into signs and very much into things not just happening by coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. And sometimes I'm like, okay, if this has been put on my heart, I think I need to share it. So this is one of these topics and it all started from it stemmed from the launch that I just did of my program BSB Tribe. So today's podcast topic I want to talk about you won't succeed without this and the this that I'm talking about is belief in yourself and this is something that I noticed when I did this past launch of BSB Tribe. So if you don't know BSB Tribe is my signature weight loss program stands for bringing sexy back tribe. It's a program designed for women that want to lose weight using a holistic approach to a low-carb ketogenic diet. And it guides you through the four steps to do that. 
and it's a community. So it's a membership program. And I opened up the doors in September and we did, I hosted a challenge first and then I opened up the doors. And what I found from this launch was there was a lot of women that responded to me about how they couldn't join the program or the reason why they couldn't join is because they couldn't afford it. And it kind of broke my heart because there was a lot of women that joined the challenge and went through the challenge that really needed this program. Like I really wanted to help them because I could see how badly they needed it as far as their health goes, how, you know, a lot of them had diabetes, a lot of them were extremely overweight, had thyroid issues, other hormone issues, just everything that snowballs and and just causes you to have a very hard life at the end of the day, because, you know, all of that stuff leads up to things like cancer, Alzheimer's, amputated legs, I mean, all the things, right? And it broke my heart that a lot of these women did, could not see that and they only saw what was in front of them, which was the price of the program. So I kind of want to rant a little bit about it and about my thoughts and the three reasons of why we don't have any belief in ourselves. So I want to shift your perspective a little bit. So there's going to be times where in the podcast, I'm going to talk about other things aside from weight loss, but this is all going to correlate within weight loss because this is all at the end of the day about your life and your health is wealth. So that's all part of this holistic approach. So what I found was that a lot of these women, their default answer of why they couldn't join the program was they're like, I can't afford it. So there's a couple things I first want to address here before I really talk about what that means in a nutshell and why we believe this thing, why we believe this. So when we say we can't afford something, I want you to be really careful with the language that you use, first of all, because when you say I can't afford something, if that is your automatic default response, you are putting yourself in the lack mindset. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard of the, the mat, you know, law of attraction and manifestation and all of that. And I'm not talking about that today. I don't go down that rabbit hole of woo-ness. I believe in God. And I know there's like a fine line between the laws of the universe and manifestation and then and spirituality and all that. And I'm not getting into that. But I do believe that your thoughts become things. And I do believe in what you focus on and what you say becomes who you are. So if you're walking around and just saying, I can't afford that, or that's too expensive, you are creating more of that. You are creating more of that lack mindset. You're creating more of that rogue mentality. And that is really why people stay that way. And I want to share a personal example of why I believe this so fully, because it happened to me. And before I started my business, I didn't really believe when people were saying like, you are what you think. And you know, if you want to be wealthy, you can become wealthy. It starts in your mind and then you believe it and then you start doing things and then the universe aligns and all of that. And I was like, it just sounds like hippy dippy stuff, right? But what happened last year? Well, this year actually was I stopped saying that I can't afford things or things are too expensive. So I did this in my business. I started my business and I'm sure if anybody knows about what it is, what it takes to run a business, there's expenses, right? There's costs. Yes, I run an online business. I don't have to pay for an office space and or, you know, office material and a building and all of those.
those expenses, but you would be shocked how many expenses an online business has from softwares to email. I think it's so funny when people say like, oh, they're on my email list. And when they email me and they're like, I don't know why I'm on this list. It happens to everybody that can you unsubscribe me? And I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. Because I don't think people realize that we pay for all the email contacts and it's actually really expensive. So the more contacts you have, if you have like thousands of people's on your email list, thousands of people, you pay like thousands of dollars a year, if not more to have those people on your list. So there's so many things that go into running a business and a lot of expenses. And I found my, myself saying a lot last year that it's too expensive and I can't afford it. When I was thinking about making investments towards myself and in my business. So things like online courses or programs or softwares that will help me automate things or employees. You know, I have a lot of contractors and I was like, before I hired them, I was like, I can't afford somebody to to work for me. I have to do it all myself. So it was just very lack mindset. And what I found was because of that mindset, I was struggling to maintain my credit card bill. Like my credit card bill was always very high. It was like the expenses in my business were were way over my profit that I was getting for the longest time. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I get it. You know, I need more clients and I get it. This is a startup. I get it. I'm really only working one to two days a week. I'm a stay-at-home mom. This isn't my full-time thing. A lot of people think I just sit around all day, every day on my computer running this business. No, my full-time job is motherhood. This is a side thing that turned into a business that quite honestly has turned into the most stressful thing in my life. And we're now really thinking how I can step back and take a pause because it's really taken a toll on my health. As much as I love what I'm doing and I'm so passionate about this, I'm just burned out physically, emotionally, mentally, my body, my hormones, my weight. I have never been so mentally and emotionally sick in my life. And I know I caused it. I'm not being a victim here by all means. I'm just sharing my personal journey because I don't talk about my personal journey a lot because I don't want it to be about myself. I'm here to help you guys. But I also want you to know what's really going on. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, especially moms, they're afraid to tell the real side of things. They want to present their life as in everything's perfect. Look, my house is beautifully clean and I just baked a batch of chocolate chip cookies from scratch. And look at me. I am dressed up to the nines and I have stilettos on and I have makeup on and I'm wearing this dress and I am just loving life. And here's my husband coming home and I'm going to hand him a beer and I have a steak in the oven. Who makes steaks in the oven anyway? But you know what? That is not how it is. And and it makes people like me feel like, what am I missing? What am I doing wrong? Why do I suck so much? Why can't I get my stuff together when, when I see that? So I want to share what it's really like. And most of the time I'm wearing the same orange Under Armour shorts that are the only things I can fit into in a hoodie. And my hair hasn't been washed in days. And I smell and I don't wear any makeup. And I'm just rolling rolling out of bed, just trying to survive at this point. And I'm where, and guess what? And this is just a phase I'm in and I get it. And I'm good. I know I'm going to get out of it, but I'm just kind of in it right now. And I'm just okay with it. It is what it is type of thing. So now I lost track of what I was saying. What was I saying? Okay. Yes. I couldn't afford it. I kept on saying I couldn't afford it. And what happened was I had debt and I couldn't pay it off. This year I decided that I'm going to stop saying I can't afford I'm going to stop saying it's too expensive. I'm going to start saying, how can I afford it? I'm going to start being resourceful. And you know what happened? 
happen? Kid you not. Within the middle of the year, even before mid-year, I paid off all my debt and I started actually occurring a profit finally in my business. So I do believe in this, okay? So when you do say I can't afford it, you are turning on that lack mindset and you're gonna continue having that lack, okay? Another thing that people say I can't afford it, I always ask them like compared to what? Because I think what happens is we often just look at what something costs initially and we don't really dissect, okay, well, let me really compare this, what it would cost if I try to do, if I try to have all these things and, and set them up individually or if I hired a trainer or a private coach or long-term, if I don't address my issues right now, how much is it gonna cost me later? So for example, my program is kind of like a package deal. You get the weight loss course, you get the meal plans, the workout plans, you get the group coaching, the accountability group, all the resources, all that one bundled price that's a subscription and every month you pay to get access to all those features as long as you need them. And if you don't need them anymore, you can cancel. So if you were to break all that apart and you were to, let's say, hire a dietitian, a dietitian would be at least $100 an hour to create you meal plans and to check in on you. A personal trainer would be like, what, $50 to $100 per session? So add that up. Plus, if you think about the money that you are saving from going out all the time and trying to figure piecemeal things, buy this book, buy that book. I just want you to really think about how many diet books are in your library. I know one of my clients, Joanne, said that she owns every diet book in the world. And after joining BSP Tribe and going through the modules zero, step zero, the foundations, she said she learned something that changed her whole life and that she's never, ever, ever even heard of. She's 63. She's never just in module zero. And I'm not trying to say this to toot my own horn and say, oh my God, my program is the best. I mean, it is the best, but it's just an example of how much money we spend on other things. All right, so if you were to add that up, how much would that be? And then not to mention long-term, right? I think sometimes we look at something and we don't really think about the long-term results or consequences that can happen if we don't address our issues now. So a lot of us think if we do nothing, we'll stay the same. And that's not true. We'll get worse. If you do nothing about your thyroid, it doesn't get better. If you do nothing about your diabetes, it doesn't get better. It gets worse. And so, and the same thing with being over fat. Like people say overweight and I'm like, it's actually worse to be over fat because all that fat is putting so much stress on your organs, on your limbs, on, on everything really. So when you think about long-term, okay. So my, right now, I think what I'm focusing on and trying to help women with is preventative care, preventative medicine, which I think this is not how obviously our country is run. Our country is so run based based on treatment based and a pill for an ale and oh hey you have this problem take this medicine or have this surgery and how much money does that cost right what we're doing inside the tribe is we're preventing all of that that's what we're really about preventative stuff and we as a society aren't really motivated by that we want to fix things we only care about our health once we're really sick which is unfortunate So when you're really thinking about long-term, what am I investing in right now? What benefit is that giving me right now and later? So this is where I have one more thing about the I can't afford a thing, just to kind of open up your eyes and just make you think about a little differently before I get into what it really means when you say that and about beliefs in yourself is doing a money and a spending audit. 
So I talked about doing a time audit last week in the challenge of those of you that say that I don't have time and you wear that like a busy badge of honor, which I can't stand. I used to do it myself. It's my biggest pet peeve now. When I hear women say like, I don't have time. We all have time. It's not a time issue. It's a lack of priorities issue. So you don't have your priorities in line when you say I don't have time because your health is your most important thing. And then what I counteract to that is, and I teach this in the tribe is that God forbid, you had to go, you had issues with your kidneys and you had to go get dialysis. And that is two to three times a week for a few hours. Would you say, I don't have time to do this? No, you wouldn't. You would make it fit in your schedule. You would find the time. And that is a lot of time to spend on that. And so, and I'm just asking for a fraction of that time to help you prevent from getting any health issues in the long term. Okay. So what does the spending audit look like? And so this is where you really look at what you're spending. And this is not even just like, just for a weight loss program. This is just for your life. And I did this and I had my clients do it. It's really just like analyzing how many things we spend money on that don't really serve us and how it all adds up. So I had a client that she was contemplating joining the program and then she really like, she stopped herself and she, cause she was like, oh, I don't know if I can afford this. And then she stopped herself and like, wait, like, let me think about this. Let me really strategically think about it. Okay, right now I'm eating out and I'm ordering. She was like ordering DoorDash or something, like at least two to three times a week. And that costs at least like $40 per order. She's like, just a week of that is more than what a month of this program is. And she just did this out loud. She was just, we were on a call and she went through in her head. She's like, I can do this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I'll save, I'll actually save money by joining this program. And I'm like, heck yeah, you will. Cause you can make your own food, which is so much better for you. Cause it's not filled with inflammatory oils and processed food and crap that gives us cancer. And you will save money from joining this program. I had another client that tell me that Sarah, and she mentioned it during the interview that we had last week, was that she just adjusted her schedule of her mani-pedi. She just realized that she doesn't have to do a mani-pedi every month and that this is way more valuable to her, that her health is way more valuable to her than having her nails done every month. So I really want you to think about what is it that you're spending your money on? And I know like thinking about things like Starbucks run. And I know we live in a Starbucks society, but Starbucks isn't cheap. So if you're going through the Starbucks drive through a few times a week, and it's at least $5 per drink, okay, you add that up. And that's a lot of money, you could literally buy it. And not to mention you're drinking toxic coffee, because non organic coffee has a bunch of toxins in it. Now you're putting toxins in your body, and they store in fat cells, and they like to stay there. And it's just a big old mess going on in there. Okay, so if you bought a pound of organic coffee, that could save you money, improve your health, and you'll have it longer. So I just want you to think about that when you are saying, when you default to things like, I can't afford something, I really want you to be like, well, how can I afford it? And can I do something? Can I sell something? I sell things all the time on Facebook marketplace, things I don't use anymore all the freaking time. You just, you have to be resourceful, okay? But really the root of it and what I wanted to, to get into today, and I know I've been kind of going on for 20 minutes now, is what's under the belief of I can't afford it when we say that. And really the three things 
the main thing that's under that belief, because I know some of you really can't. And if you're getting like $100 a month from Social Security, okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about the women that really can, they can fit it into their budget, but they just default to the, I can't afford it, or this program is too expensive reason. And really the root of that is, I don't think I can do this. If we really peeled back the, the layers of the onion, so to speak, really what's underneath there is that I don't think I can do this. So it really comes to belief in yourself. So there's three main reasons why I think that we believe this. And the number one thing is that we're looking to the past to determine our future. So the main reason why so many women think that they can't do this or it won't work for them is because they're basing it off of their past results. And obviously when it comes to weight loss and joining a weight loss program, you wouldn't join a new weight loss program if you already got results from your previous weight loss program. So looking to your past to determine your future results is like driving a car looking in the rear view mirror. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to crash. But unfortunately, that's so that's what so many women do. They look at their previous failures and they make that mean something. They make that mean because they failed before they're going to fail again. And that's just silly. That's like telling a kid that is learning to walk when they get up and they fall. I remember my kids learning to walk and and they get up and like take half a step and then stumble and then get up again and try again. What if as mothers, we said, oh my God, this kid's never gonna walk. Look how many times that she's falling. You know what, kid? Forget it. Just crawl for the rest of your life. You are a loser. You are a failure. Would you ever say that to your child? Never, ever, ever, ever. Why do you say it to yourself? Okay. We really need to get out of this like whole, oh, I'm, well, this happened in the past. So it's probably going to happen again. And again, that kind of goes back to the whole, the mindset of repetition. And you keep creating your future based on your past because that's what you're living and thinking about. So of course it's going to keep happening because you're making it happen. Your body and the universe doesn't know any difference. Like, well, this is what she always does. This is what she believes she always do. So it's what we're always going to do. If you don't change, nothing will change. So what I think is, is a way to kind of get out of this is to look at past failures as lessons. And this is probably the hardest thing for me to do when it comes to not only my health, but specifically business, because I have no experience of running a business at all. I graduated to be a dietitian, not a businesswoman. I have not any marketing, sales experience, nothing. Okay, so trying to learn all of this on my own while still running a business for weight loss and coaching and all the things and having to keep up to date with all the current science and studying and all the things is really hard to do. And I've had so many failures. I fail like at least once a month. And so my brain automatically starts telling me these things where we're like, you failed, you can't do this, you're not cut out for this. Entrepreneurship is not for you. Who do you think you are? You're just gonna fail again. Remember what happened last time? Remember your results? What do you think is gonna be different about this time? And this is exactly what our brain does and it's automatic human response to keep us safe. There's nothing wrong with you. It's how your brain's supposed to work. But here's the big secret. You don't have to believe your thoughts. It's a choice to believe them or not. In fact, you shouldn't. Can you imagine believing all your thoughts? How horrible they are. Some of the thoughts that I have are terrible. I would never say that to my worst enemy. You don't have to believe them. You could just let them be and go, oh, well, that's interesting. Wonder why my brain would think that. Thanks, brain. You're an a-hole. And then move on. Choose to think differently. Choose an empowering thought. 
So when we live in the past, we're not letting, we're not giving ourselves an opportunity to create a new future. So instead of thinking, I failed in the past, you can choose to think, I've tried things in the past that didn't work for me long-term, but here are the lessons that I learned. And then write out the lessons that you learned because I promise you from every program you've tried, every diet you tried, you've learned a lesson. And also when you say that, then you're comparing something new to something old. So you're comparing, like for instance, my program to the programs that you tried in the past. And to be honest, that's kind of insulting to me because my program is not like any other diet program out there. In fact, I don't even call my program a diet program. We don't even use the way diet, the word diet. I don't teach diets. I teach you how to create your own way of eating. So that is like you're just expecting because you joined other weight loss programs that now the new one's going to be exactly the same. And that's disrespectful and not fair to the creator as well. Okay, so get out of the past. Stop looking at your past failures to determine your future results. Number two reason why I think that we lack belief in ourselves as women is that we have low self-worth. This is probably the saddest reason of all. I don't know why as women, we don't value ourselves more. But think about it. If you had, if you thought that you were completely worthy of everything, would you say, I can't afford it? Or I can't do this? Or I don't think, or I know I will fail? No, if you had self-worth and you had the utmost self-worth, you would say, I can do this. I will find a way to afford it. I am resourceful. I am worth this work. And guess what? mama friend, you don't need to do anything to be worthy. Nothing. You just being a human and being alive gives you worth, gives you immense worth. You are invaluable. And unless you see it, nothing in your life is going to change and you're going to play the victim. And I'm sorry to tell you this. I know this is harsh, but most of you mamas out there are playing the victim role and you're not seeing your own self-worth. Whether or not you believe in God, I believe in God, but I think it's so disrespectful for me to say I am not worthy when I know Jesus Christ died on the freaking cross for me. So who am I to say that I'm not worthy? It is so rude. So I want you to think about that. And even if you don't believe in God, okay, you as a human being, being alive, having a soul, having a beating heart are worthy. And we need to step into that. We need to stop degrading ourselves, undermining ourselves, undervaluing ourselves, comparing ourselves to other women, comparing ourselves to men, thinking that we're less than men. All that BS needs to stop. It is ridiculous that it's still happening in this day and age, okay? We are not little men. We are not just supposed to be slaves and just at home and being the submissive wife. No, I don't agree. I don't think God created me to be a submissive slave and he didn't create you to be one either, okay? So if you need help with self-worth, you can message me on Instagram or email me and I can point you to a lot of books that I've read that really helped me improve my self-worth because I was there. You know, I had a really rough childhood and I'm not gonna talk about it. On this podcast, or at least not yet, but it was pretty rough. So I had I had struggled with self-worth and I still struggle with self-worth for a long time. But when I really look at the root of my beliefs, I realize that just me being here, I'm worth so much. Okay, so that's the number two reason why I think we don't believe in ourselves. So it's just something for you to think about. What is your self-worth like? And the last reason is that we have unclear and misaligned values. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you really sat down and thought about, journaled out your values? Like your real values. And guess what? If you said, oh 
oh yeah, I did that when I was like in college or in high school, we had like an exercise our teacher made us do or something. No, 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 no. Your values change. My values have changed over the last two years or three years since what they were. So this is something that I have my members do. So if you're inside BSB Tribe and you haven't checked out your values lately, we have a self-sabotage workshop. And one of the, the exercises in there is about aligning and creating your values. But here's the thing. When you are very clear on your values and you're aligned with them, then there's no room for disbelief. There's no room for unworthiness. There's no room for excuses of why you can't do this or why it's not going to work for you or why you can't afford it or it's not your time right now, right? So if your values are, and I hope they are, I hope one of the top values you have is your health because without health, nothing else matters. And your family, in order to be there for your family, to support them, to see your kids grow up and your grandkids, you have to be healthy. So if your values are health, then none of these other things matter. You don't have any other excuses to get in the way of you reaching your goals. But there's no such thing as not believing yourself because it doesn't matter whether or not you, you might be like, well, I don't know. I've stayed in the past, but my health is super important to me. So it doesn't matter how many times you failed in the past. You're going to keep trying because it's your value. This is like your high priority value. So the women that are saying all these things and making all these excuses to change, they're the ones that probably have not taken a look at their values lately and really sat down and thought about what do I value as a human being? What is really important to me in life? Is it family? Is it integrity? Is it health? Is it wealth? Is it independence? Is it religion? Is it spirituality? And again, if you're listening to this and you're inside the tribe, you can go into the self-sabotage workshop and do that exercise. There's a workbook with it. But I want you to understand that having clear values and self-sabotaging, they're like oil and water. They don't go together. And some of these things, some of these excuses that we make, I would consider self-sabotage when we say, I don't believe it will work for me. The self-sabotage. I don't, I can't afford it. It's too expensive. It's self-sabotage because you you just don't want to do it because you think you're going to fail because you don't believe in yourself. Not thinking that you're worthy. Self-sabotage. Okay, so we really need to get clear on what your values are. And guess what? If your values aren't health, then that's fine. But be honest with yourself and, and decide to be okay with you being the way that you are. I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm not here to tell anyone what they need to do, lose weight, gain weight, get healthy, whatever. That's your own personal choice. I know what I want to do and I know what I want to help women do. And I'm here to help those women that want to change their lives and their health. Okay. But I'm not going to force anyone. I'm not going to try to convince someone to be healthy, to lose weight so they could, so they can get rid of their diabetes, so they could heal their thyroid, so they can balance their gut, so they can get rid of emotional eating, so they can work on all that mind stuff. So all of the things I'm not here to convince anyone anyone that doesn't want to do that, if you don't value that, then you and I are not a good fit. And guess what? I'm not for everyone. And I'm at the point now that I'm like not going to hide what I truly believe and think and feel anymore.
more. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat what I say. I'm going to start sharing things on this podcast that you're not going to like to hear. And that's fine if you don't want to listen, okay? But I am not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear. I'm here to tell you what I wish someone told me years ago and really gave me the truth instead of trying to sugarcoat it. It's like, oh, it's okay. Just okay. Just try again. Just try again. You're doing great. Oh my God. I'm not a cheerleader. So three reasons why you don't believe in yourself. You're looking to your past to determine your future. You're stuck on your failures and you're not seeing them as lessons. You're not seeing them as a fact that you tried something rather than sitting on the sidelines eating Twinkies. Okay. Number two, you have low self-worth. So just being a human being is enough worth for you and you need to recognize that. Okay. And if you need book recommendations, let me know. And number three, you have unclear and misaligned values. So really sit down and think about what are my values? What do I value most? And start living your life according to those values. All right. So that was my rant. Let me know what you thought. Might do more, might not. We'll see. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.